From the Bob Barley Studio in Orlando, Florida, you're listening to The Diz Unplugged. Hello and welcome to The Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for the week of October 30th, 2012 from Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Warner. Joined at the table this week by my good friends, Kevin John, Tommy Sandvik, Raj Katamal, Kevin Close, and John Magi, Sean Thompson, back in the peanut gallery, Dustin West, back on the controls. In this episode, Tommy Sandvik is going to talk to us about some of the rumors that he is uh, hearing swirling about, and uh, always an interesting show, hearing about Tommy's rumors. Yeah, yeah, there's always, you know, the, um, I, I want to start out and say um, a couple things that have, that have come my way. Um, I understand that the rumors that I hear are rumors that can be found if you're, if you're out there looking. My purpose is to bring the, to those who are interested but don't necessarily have the time or don't uh, have the knowledge or desire to really do all the looking but love just you know, kind of hearing what's, what's out there and how things change um, over time, so that that's one thing, and the other thing is the rumor mill. It gets really hot, and then it just dies off. Right, and it is so up and down. It's really difficult. And nine to, times uh, out of ten, these things don't don't necessarily pan out. Yeah, or in some way, like right. for instance, the cutting of the country bear jamboree. <sighs> Are you I'm upset about this. that? I'm upset about that. But I posted back to to Kathy's blog. I was I was very upset because they they actually it's almost at a point where if they would have cut the parts I thought they were going to cut, I almost would be less upset than the banter and what sort of I think is the heart and soul of the show. The the little banter back and forth before you know between the characters is what makes it the country bear jamboree. Um, and so I was I was upset about that. But anyway, that one that one came came through. They made that cut. Um, so there, the rumor is that it's because Phil Holmes, uh, VP of the Magic Kingdom, wanted more guest flow, uh, a higher capacity capability throughout the day. Because people are, you know, lining up for the Country Bear Jamboree. Right. And, yeah. Or lingering yeah. through multiple shows. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Um, so I, I think that actually that ties into the, the next gen uh, thing also. But um, I guess I'll, t- I'll talk about that a little bit. So the... <clears throat> A little bit about next gen uh, and and the the billion dollar initiative that they've got going on. We've started to see a lot of it. Well, come let's, let's give a little pe- people a little bit of background about okay. next gen and what it is. Okay, so next gen is a, basically a, a project by Disney to take the theme park experience to what they consider to be the next level in terms of interaction, um, in terms of ease of use, and for their purposes, honestly, in terms of tracking, they will be able to track a lot more. So. For instance, uh, we have seen in the Magic Kingdom uh, front entrance uh, turnstiles, there are um, walls up. There's already one has been revealed, but there's walls up over a couple turnstiles right now. They are putting in um, RFID readers. We saw that going in the other day. Yeah, so when you go in, it's going to, you know, no more stick the put the ticket and stick your finger on it as i always say that people can't figure out <laughs> but uh but, right yeah, but, it creates backlogs yeah. because this it's, is it's very insane. difficult it is, is and so with this an electronic only system these these ticket sellers are gonna are gonna be destroyed because it's all going to be electronic with with now i don't know if it will be only on property guests 
or if it's going to be also degas and how that's going to be handled. But there's a bracelet that people are, are being given as a test. And um, that, that bracelet is allowing, uh, has information you know, embedded in it that makes, um, you, you go to, for instance, the new Be Our Guest restaurant at the quick service, I noticed right away, and this is also showing up other areas, the RFID swipe readers, right? So that's a little background about what's going on with, with NextGen that we're starting to see. So how that ties into the country bears and sort of the rumor and why they why they reduced it, it uh, the show in order to have higher capacity is the idea is that the rumor is they're going to let you choose rides to reserve in advance which they are already testing but they're testing so it could be adjusted and you're going to get like x number of e tickets x number of d tickets x number of c tickets so they're going to basically add fast pass plus to the Country Bear Jamboree. And they're, you know, they're also adding it to Haunted Mansion, which they've already proven multiple times. It doesn't work. Fast Pass doesn't nope. work with Haunted Mansion. I don't know why they're doing it, why they're insisting on doing it, other than to give a perceived value, perhaps, um, with the next-gen initiative. So that, the rumor that why they, they cut the show down is because they're you know they want more throughput which is because they're going to add the fast fast thing so for what it's worth i like country band jamboree but i'm pretty sure it's nostalgia that i really like i don't think it's the show that i really like and i think they could have cut it in half (laughs) see it's an interesting perspective i don't know that People are. I don't know that there's a huge no. I, I don't desire think you're, for I people don't to think be able to get be, into Country Bear yeah. Jamboree quicker. Yeah, and I I also don't necessarily think that the changes are going to cause you know the Adventures Club type backlash. I, I necessarily. But the interesting for me is my first experience at the Country Bear Jamboree was in the theater with a group of f- fully grown men on gay days singing along to the show. So there is my nostalgia to a point. But that was only, you know, four years ago, three years ago, actually. So I haven't even known it that long. And I still was, you know, very upset by those little, those little lines I can quote, you know, as soon as I get a ladder, I'll be right up, you know, stuff like that. And uh, wow. it's, oh, I can do much more than that. <laughs> Please don't. But, <laughs> but I want to I talk a little bit you about know. how you said you don't think there's a demand for that. What's happening is the park is becoming so crowded that every attraction is now a wait. That's true. What they're going to do is, and what they're doing now is, they're allowing people who are booking their package in advance the chance to have these um, quote unquote fast passes. So what's going to happen is, even though you think, well, who wants to go to, who's going to wait in line for that? If you can't get into the big rides, yeah, that's where you're going to go, and that's where most people are going to go. You're going to find waiting in line at every. But I think that does that all by itself. I don't think you need. What I'm saying is, this is going to manage that. Right, but I don't think you need a bracelet to do that. If you walk by Haunted Mansion and there's a three-hour wait, you go do something else and hopefully it'll be less late. Well, what I'm saying is I think you're going to find as, as they put more capacity in the parks, now there's going to be a three-hour wait to Country Bear. So that's why people are going to want to have fast passes to everything. And, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the Country Bear Jamboree now is going to be part of a menu that if, if you choose experience Haunted Mansion, you will also have to go to Country Bear Jamboree and Space Mountain. 
And here are your times that you'll have to report to those three. Whether you want to do Country Bear or not, if you want Haunted Mansion, you're taking Country Bear. And I don't know that that's interesting. I don't that's interesting. I not heard that. I don't know if it's a thing where you're like, you have to go and check in, but that's what they're testing now. That's your menu. That's your menu. I right. want A, and A is these three things. Right. But okay. I don't think if you don't go there, you know, the Disney police don't swarm you. And, no, no, you know, but you away. cannot, but you, you will miss not. Country Bears. Cavity search. But if, if you if you want Haunted Mansion, your choice, you, you cannot go to Splash. Right. You have to do Haunted, You ha- and then your other choices or are going to be... wait until that expires. Exactly. Right. And I just think that this lends itself to the Uber planners who yeah. must book their five o'clock dinner three years in advance. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know on Tuesday in 2013 where I'm going to want to eat, but there are people out there that must eat at La Cellier at five o'clock. In- I, built a, I built a hell of a business on right. that, and, buddy. And, and, I, and, <laughs> and, and there are, and, and I love that. And there are a lot of people out there that love to do that, but they're that also like, there are also the walk in the park people mm-hmm. that just, and, and some of us lucky enough to live here, have that experience of just walking into. Well, the I think park the one, deciding, those of us that live here get that luxury. I think right. the people who are planning their vacations uh, that don't live here have to. You know, we, look. We, one thing we've learned about Disney World: if you don't do some serious planning before you get here, you're going to miss a lot. Uh, and I agree with that. And, and and believe me, I before I lived here, I, I I did plan to a to a point as well. But does some of the is some of the spontaneity being taken away because of absolutely you know, of oh this, sure you know planning it's the your death of spontaneity planning your reservations 180 days in advance really uh, what park am I going to be in and when am I going to want to eat and where am I going to want to eat and what are you going to have while you eat sucks the spontaneity out of anything yeah, you do yeah Tommy have you heard anything about um, Disney trying to move tickets to Passbook and that technology. I just read an article about there's a guy out there who's a former cast member who's trying to push Disney in that direction. No, I hadn't heard anything about that. I know that I'm anticipating with that new mobile, ma- uh, what are they calling mobile it? Mobile magic. Oh, yeah, the, mo- the, the new mobile app, that there could be some capability built into that. Um, but I hadn't heard about the about the passport thing. No, I haven't heard. Uh, haven't heard that. How much. do you? I mean, with how do you control? I was just going to say, it's right. my next yeah. question. The card reader, at least, you had to have a fingerprint. Yeah. So how do you? You know, it's like on the turnpike, or on any toll road in Florida. There's the one where you have to pay, and the one where you can get zipped through. Who's to say that that bracelet's not going to go to another guest? <clears throat> yeah, that's how do also you control true. who has uses that pass? Which is unless very, we embed them, which is very big for Disney. I think we should RFAD tag under the neck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and get our career chips while we're at it. I want to be a plumber. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, I ha- I haven't um, you know, next gen has been there's been so much there's been a lot of speculation. It's been a long project, it's a very expensive project. There's uh, people ranging every everything from, you know, they're going to be able to track your every movement to the really cool things like you're going to go in to meet Mickey, he's going to greet you and say happy birthday because he knows it's your birthday right. because that information has been you know, Tinkerbell was in his ear. Names, you're going to know yeah. their ages. Exactly. Know I think type. that is going to be really cool. <laughs> yeah, blood type. Yeah, you know, I think that's going to be really Mickey's cool. Mickey's got a heads-up display in his head. <laughs> yeah, really. He's got Google glasses on. Could, could there you go. Coming, could be coming. Yeah, so I, I think that there's a lot that can be good from it, but but um, it's it's something that is constantly developing, but we see, start to see more and more and more of it come out. So it'll be interesting to see if it really does what they are wanting to do with it. And, you know, of course, ultimately, they hope it generates more revenue. So how exactly it does that, I'm not sure, but... Um, 
that's that's always the the end goal. I think I talked to, on the last one about that. Um, you know how you were upset about them taking your fingerprint? Yeah, I will fight this every step of the way. I will do everything I can not to have this happen. I don't like them. The idea of them knowing where I am and what I'm buying. And it just gets creepier. It does. Well, it, it becomes it becomes a little too controlled for me. I'm also of the belief that, see, I grew up, I, I, my first visit was in 1971, and you just wandered from place to place, and times have changed, and it's become more crowded and busier and things like that. But the idea of planning that I'm going to see Country Bear Jamboree at 930 on Tuesday morning yeah. because I want to go to the Haunted Mansion at 4 o'clock on Tuesday well, afternoon. Think of it this way. Now you've got this RFID tag, and then they know you've walked into the Emporium. Yep. And now you've walked out of the apartment. I will do in two everything minutes. I can to fight that. And right, then, because they'll probably have hidden RFID sensors all over the place. Exactly, which could there are benefits for us, not just Disney, in that, and that that can manage how many people are in a certain part of the park at one point, and so crowd control can be managed accordingly. Opening up different areas. I'm not saying I agree with members. the negative stuff involved with it, but there That's are a very positives. good point, though. There, 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 are, there are uses for that in crowd control and crowd flow and things like that. Right. But if anybody believes that's where Disney's going to stop with that exactly. kind of stuff, right. you're, at, you're I got a bridge to sell But didn't Brooklyn. they used to do that with just visually? If it's like when they open up another register at Publix, if there's 25 people standing in line, you open up another register. Yeah, now it's see, down to you. Now it's down to Kevin Close went in this went in this place, spent this amount of money, left. They can track you. Yeah, don't see. And I'm not real happy about that. No, neither am I. And what it really does is it gives them even more accurate with projections because their staffing that allows that kind of thing. Disney's not going to staff for what the more than they're projected for. You talk about wait times all the time in the park. That happens even when it's a low season. There'll still be a 20 minute wait on a ride. Why? Because they're only running half the ride mm-hmm. instead of letting you walk on. Well, what's acceptable to the guests? So this is going to allow them to track and get more accurate projections. Now that can be a good thing. In some ways, it can also be a bad thing, but um, just depending how, how, on how you look at it. But they're not they, adding this. This is a very expensive thing, and they're yeah. not adding this just so I'm a happier camper. No, right. no, no. I, <laughs> this I is agree. a this is a I financial agree. decision. Yeah, absolutely. and I'm not. I don't mean to be opening up the situ the, the discussion again, but. That leads me to believe that the whole thing was the fantasy was a financial decision too. Disney doesn't make these decisions lightly. So, and I don't mean to revisit that, but what I'm saying is I find this whole thing ultimately very creepy. And I think it's one of those things that, you know how you said if you travel in October or September or October, you should expect bad weather. I think Disney World is one of those places that if you walk in expecting that you'll not wait in line or be inconvenienced in any way, if they can figure out how to do this RFID thing so that people don't stop in the middle of the road or the middle of the walkway, (laughs) if it it gives them like one of those... And take pictures with their iPads. Right. With one of those dog collars that shocks them until they move, I'm okay with it. If they're just trying to see where I'm spending my money and how long I'm in a certain attraction, I think that's kind of creepy. We could do invisible queue lines. That's right. If you get out of line. Great. <laughs> I, I just think this is they're selling this as this is going to make your park experience. But that was the same better. thing with Fast Pass. Fast Pass was built so that you could spend more money. Right. Yeah. Right. So, that's true. And um, you know, I'm not necessarily gonna fault a company for doing that. Right. And I it, agree. But when it gets down to the level where we're tracking when you go to the bathroom, okay. You know what? Mm, yeah, and I think now, that's now where you, it's going. you're getting close to that, you get on that slippery slope. 
And don't you think this is going to allow for them to allow more people into the parks? Um, it's going to make it more crowded. It's going to make right. it more crowded, exactly. I think. And, However, and, right. in my opinion, your fun level has just gone down because you're now on a schedule. It's like right. enrolling for college. It's like you know going to the <laughs> registrar's office. Yeah. You have to take a class now. Yeah. And I think that's not, that's not my idea of vacation. The the time limits now on FastPass, which there always were, come back between one thirty and two thirty, you know. But you could always come back at six thirty later. later on. Yeah. Now you you must come back. And let me tell you, it's it's the, enjoying that park experience. Yeah, I'm getting on the rides that I want to ride on, but I'm also Stress. stressed and passing by stuff that I'm not. All those details that they spend so much time on the things yeah. that I just love about the parks, I'm not able to enjoy because I am doing the. You're so holy scheduled. Cow, I've got yep. to get to the other end of the park to get on that ride. And yeah. Figure out what, it it really has. Yeah, I'm riding what I want to ride, but all those other things that have made the Disney parks what they are 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 being cast aside. Some of the show is going away for the sake of more dollars in the in in the in the um, gift shops. And uh, get these people on the rides because little Mary has to ride that ride while she's here. My and idea of vacation is you get to take your watch off. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, same same thing. So that's kind of that's kind of the I don't know, info around that. Um, next thing. So this this was kind of a big one that hit um, just recently. Uh, is that uh, you know there. Avatar Land. <laughs> There's been a lot of back and forth, a lot of arguing on the internet. Is it actually going to happen? Why haven't they released concept art? It's been, you know, this long since it, what is going on? Um, the last time I was on, we talked about the fact that it was probably going to be a scaled down version. Since then, most recently, you were asked about it at the, um, at the Disney meet, the London right. meet, right? And uh, at that time, it really had looked like it looked was dying. Like it was dying. Uh, and all of a sudden, someone posts, uh, you know, an insider says that James Cameron has given the okay and ki- came to an agreement with Disney. So it appears as though the argument between the two of them was, between Disney and, and James Cameron, was about what the land is going to include. Is it going to be the more scaled down version we talked about, basically two attractions, um, you know, a gift shop and maybe a quick service restaurant versus something a little bit more elaborate? And uh, to the tune of the numbers I've seen thrown out, seven hundred fifty million for the more elaborate, you know, four hundred fifty to five hundred million for the for the reduced version. It seems as though Disney won that battle, and um, it's going to be the the it is going to be the two reduced uh, the reduced version. Um, so a little bit of more information has come out about what the rides are going to be. There's actually like HVAC uh, diagrams that showed up on the internet. They're schematics. They're they're just very basic HVAC schematics. But the interesting thing is, they weren't um, encrypted. So the theory is Disney planted them, um, and they and wanted them out. They there. wanted them out there. They want to gauge they tell people that it is going to happen. Yeah, and exactly. Gauge gauge reaction. So the information is like about a basically a big building which will have um, two rides housed within it to some degree. The one ride will be a Soren type attraction, not necessarily the exact same system, but a Soren type attraction with four theaters instead of two. And there's the possibility it would offer a different experience based on which theater you're in, kind of going off the idea of how they kept Star Tours fresh and how they've done Tower of Terror with the random drops. 
uh, and um, and then you would you would have have the e ticket, and then the entrance for the other ride is going to be some kind of track based ride, possibly a boat ride that would uh, that would move through. Very, I, I don't know beyond that actually. It's just that it's, it's on a track, and so you've read read about that. Um, I don't know how a boat ride would tie into Avatar. I mean, yeah, they weren't, they weren't sailing around the planet. <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, um, you know the, the new the rumor about the new movie. I was just gonna say the that's the thing is water based. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. One so, of the things they said is James Cameron. Wa- I apologize if I'm no, stepping no, on go, you. Go ahead. James Cameron wanted it to reflect the new movies too. So that's why it's going to be stuff we haven't seen in the first movie. Okay. I, I just wanted to mention that I'm not particularly upset about the fact that they're going with the reduced version where you say uh, the, the two attractions. When you look at the Animal Kingdom, every single land in the Animal Kingdom, uh, except for Dino Land USA, only has two or less attractions in them. So it's they focus more on theming, and that's what we have to hope they'll do here, is that the land itself will be really well-themed and then have two spectacular attractions. Yeah, I can see that. Um, I, I just, yeah, and hopefully they, they really are spectacular. The, the thing that I thought about it, thinking about Cars Land and the money that they put in there, thinking about the park down the road that has taken business from them, that they still opted for the cheaper of the two routes um, just kind of bothers me. I think that, you know... That well, one of the rides is going to be Avatar Spin. <laughs> <laughs> Primeval Hurl. Primeval Hurl, yeah. Sigourney Weaver will be there. Yeah. Uh, so, did you see in the schematics that there was actually a spot that said 3D glass yes, drop? Yes, I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that. Yeah, so likely also a 3D... A 3D, well, that pretty much gives it away. It's going to be a 3D attraction. Either the boat or kind. the lift. Or the, uh, the lift, yeah. The so, I mean, at least it seems... Now, there's a What's Next media presentation coming up on December 7th, I think. Yeah, the they, they, they're going to be doing this through that, that, that whole press event around Fantasyland. Yeah, so it could be that um, they're finally going to release some concept art, at the very least, and, and you know get this thing underway. It's what... what people are hoping uh, they also brought in and i don't have the name i didn't write it down for some reason they brought bringing back a rock work expert that has worked on other projects for the company brought him back and going along with that festival of the lion king still rumored to close in january so like that's permanently no, well no, that's moving moving i'm sorry yeah moving but they haven't made the replacement show location yet i don't so <laughs> you would think they wouldn't close it but maybe if they need the space if they need to start construction the show just has to be moved okay but up until this point it looked kind of bad that they were going to close the show hadn't even released concept art hadn't broken ground on avatar land they're closing the show to move it but they don't even have the replacement theater built so that yeah so it's going to be you know that's a very 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 popular show so and and a big addition to uh, animal kingdom so you know and i don't go to animal kingdom a lot um mainly because when I go to a park, it's usually three, four o'clock in the afternoon and animal kingdoms wrapping up the day at that point. Can't get on the safari. So it just doesn't work for me. Um, there had been other talks about along with avatar land, having some kind of nighttime entertainment, but I haven't seen anything recently about it that maybe they would do something to keep people around at night and, and, and have something centered around that. But I haven't, uh, with, with the plans that recently came out, I haven't seen anything. Do you remember the testing they were doing for that? Um, out in California, they were testing out the big dragon kite yes. type thing. Yeah. Any word on what that's for? Or? 
No, no, nothing. I think nothing that was confirmed that that was sightings. Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They did. I think Disney confirmed what that was they, periodically they t- there Don't was a big there dragon. Was, it was that UFO looking thing, and it was a pic- it was a dragon flying through the air. Oh yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and and the they, they was, confirmed it was them, but of course it's. But all the Disney say. also said that it was not for guests. Right, it's not it a was going ride to be part trench. of a show. Right, it was going to be along the lines hmm. of like an air parade, kind of like oh, this would okay. be a float of some kind that would do something, but. It was rumored that it was going to be a guest uh, ride. It was going to be an attraction. Okay. One of the things that they, uh, some cast members have said is they've seen the test balloons flying yeah, over to the, see the sight lines. Can't make Mickey to see how yeah. it would interact with other sight lines. So at least we're finally seeing that that progress. So I mean, it looks like this it's progress. It's going to go forward. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's finally going to move forward. So you know, and as far as like overall opinions, like people seem to be fairly polarized. There's some that are kind of you know, one way or the other, but um. You know, I think that um, it's always good to add something. I wish it. You know, they weren't relying on a franchise that isn't theirs. I think they could do much better things with franchises they already own. Right. But but um, at the end of the day, you know, people say, "Well, Avatar isn't isn't memorable," and you know, we don't. Of course, we don't know that that yet. The second and third movies haven't come out. But um, I think that you know, Song of the South isn't really memorable, but everybody knows Flash Mountain. And I, th- I look at that. If they make the ride memorable and the land right. memorable, I think you're right. And truly make it immersive, despite what it's based on, it will be successful. Yeah. I would, flashes. I would caution anyone who questions what they can or will do to take a look at what they can and did do in Fantasyland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And because I was one of those people, I heard when I heard Fantasyland expansion, I'm like, okay, well, what's for dinner? I mean, it, <laughs> it really was not exciting to me at all. But now that I've seen what they've done, I'm blown away. I'm blown away. But you know away. what Fantasyland is? Fantasyland, I haven't been further than the place where they made you stop. I've only seen it from a distance. We went the other day, but it was a cast member day. They, wasn't, they weren't in soft opening. But that's old Disney magic. It, that's their property, and they right. made something out of it. Buying a property that's not Disney... It seems to me to be kind of, uh, it's almost a slap to Disney Imagineering. Yeah. It's your imagination. Disney's imagination has always been better than anything I could come up with. So I think to try and, my problem is that they're building this new thing around something which I didn't care for. Mm -hmm. I was, when you said it wasn't impressive, and Again, this is only me, but that sort of thing doesn't appeal to me. See, I love that movie. I thought the movie was awesome. I also think, going back to Tommy's point, that Disney can build things that stand on their own. Yeah. Country Bears can stand on its own. Splash Mountain. These are things that... Expedition Everest stands on its own. Right. Mm -hmm. You don't need a movie to go with it. Fix the Yeti. And there are some of those... (laughs) There are some of the things that they're doing, for instance, like you said, with Fantasyland. Uh, Snow White, I think 1941, right? No um, earlier. A little earlier than that? 39, okay. 38. Okay, okay. Uh, timeless. And they're rebooting it for today. Um, not changing it much, just just doing what Walt couldn't do back then, they're doing now. Avatar is, I, I, don't, I don't know, is, it's as timeless as maybe Indiana Jones? You know, again. But good, is that really as show, timeless as we not, think it is? I'm not going to go... Um, I don't come to these parks for the Indiana Jones show. It happens to be there. Indiana Jones, good property. All right. If I have time, I may make it around and see that show. But I'm not. But but you know what? 
I am going. I am going to Haunted Mansion. I am coming to these parks to see right. these right. Disney properties, right? And, because they are timeless, and that's. I just like you said. They're 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 putting um a, they're using one of their tent posts as as a property that's not Disney and it insults the wonderful minds that we or that Disney does have. Haunted Mansion to me is going to be good thirty years from now. Yes. How many people are all excited about seeing the ET ride well, at Universal? They, well, that's, it. that's, <laughs> exactly. that's what I was just going to say was that you know they may be making a mistake that Universal didn't learn, hasn't learned from that. Don't you know, be pop culture based. Exactly, because right. it's too, it, it doesn't have that long a shelf life. The difference here, of course, being that E.T. is based on a movie and that ride is about the characters and the storyline of that movie. Whereas if Disney pulls it off right, they focus on the world that James Cameron has created, not yeah. necessarily the storyline. So be. the theming and uh, the, the decoration, about- that kind of stuff will be timeless. The movies, maybe not. I'm going I'm to give you an example that doesn't really fit into this conversation at all. John and I watch I Love Lucy reruns all the time. Yay. When you watch I Love Lucy, if you notice, there's nothing political. Mm-hmm. There's nothing really topical. There's nothing... Um, very little, yeah. Very yeah. little cultural. That dates it. Nothing that dates, dates it. It. It, re- it. It stands today. Mm-hmm. It's still funny today, where other things from that era aren't. Because they're very topical, and if you don't know who those people are, it's not even funny. Right. I see that that happened to me at Universal. When Universal first opened, some of those rides that they were building, I mean, Jaws was already old by the time Universal right. opened. So I, I see Disney, I don't want to see Disney do that. Mm-hmm. And I think what Dustin just said is might be very true. If they can build this, like you said about Splash Mountain, you don't have to know the story of no. Song of the South. As a matter of fact, if you ride Splash Mountain and you think, does it really have anything to do with Song of the South? Right. So if as long as they're not going story-driven on these attractions, mm-hmm. this could stand up. This could become timeless. The next two generations might not have to see the movie to understand right. that this is great. And what... I, you know, where I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, while it may be on some level a slap in the face to the Imagineers that uh, they're going outside the company to find intellectual property to base this these attractions and this land on, it is Disney Imagineers who are going to build it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they don't fail a lot. No, when you take the collar off, like you just said, look at what they did. And that's that's where my mind has kind of shifted with this they, thing. That when when they take the take the reins off and say, okay, go do this fantasy land They basically handed now. them a half a billion dollars for two rides. It's, so, it's you know go, what? It's going to be incredible. If, uh, you know, if, if history is any indicator, plus you have an additional creative genius in James Cameron. Whether you like his movies or not, the man is creative genius. Mm-hmm. And those two things coming together, if they can work together and they can agree on things, uh, could be could be extraordinary. And from I, what I understand, he'll be right next to Joe Rohde the entire time. Well, I, I, you know, based on based on history, my money's my money's on the Imagineers mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. to pull off something amazing. So, yeah. So, um, and then talk about what is our property. Um, on the last show, we mentioned, uh, you know, sort of broke the story about a Cars Land coming to Hollywood Studios. Mm-hmm. Um, there are still nothing has been greenlit, obviously. Um, although there's the the expansion of Hollywood Studios, they're not calling it Cars Land necessarily, but just 
adding on to the studios that would likely incorporate elements of Cars Land. So we're not getting a, a, a carbon copy of what's in California, um, but maybe an element of it. Maybe, um, you know, so th- there are several different plans on the uh, on the drawing board, and they pretty much all involve two things. One is the removal of the hat. That oh, so many thank people- God. <laughs> See, you know, it's funny because I didn't know Disney, I didn't know Hollywood Studios before the hat. And I, I love Sorcerer Mickey, so I love the hat. But then when I've read the history of of what the hat did and how it used to be the, the theater that was the sort of yeah, central right. point. It was. That was the icon. Between you, the theater you know, and the earful tower. Right. Yeah, right. exactly. Right. Um, so that, that and the Monsters, Inc. roller coaster that has been, you know, on and off the rumor mill for quite a while is coming back to, back to light again. Um, to you know, for for Hollywood Studios, the thought process is, um, I guess, what what some are saying is that the Avatar info likely to be released on at the media event in December. Cars Land likely to be released um, at the D twenty three Expo. Yeah. So as we get closer, we'll we'll continue to see watch the developments. But you know, I I'm glad to hear that Hollywood Studios is going to get a little bit more because they they have a good start I think with Pixar Place, and it's just that oh my gosh it is so crowded you it still is. still cannot get and on it, Toy Story Mania and it's interesting that all this is coming up right now as the backlot tour is closed mm-hmm. for a very long time yeah yeah also and um, yeah exactly so I think that um. I, you know, I, I think that's going to be a good opportunity, too. And it's interesting because Bob Iger said to, well, granted, he said this to investors, and they'll say whatever the investors want to hear, but, you know, we're done with capital expenditures. We're not going to put, you know, we've, we've already, we did the cruise ships, we're doing Fantasyland expansion. They announced Avatar, and they said, okay, no more, and now we're hearing more. Uh, so, um, you know, there's, there's uh, it, I'm hoping that it continues to move along. You also don't know what they're, how far out they've already budgeted. Right, exactly. So this could already be in the pipeline exactly. and they say nothing new means yeah. okay. on top of that. What? I'm just being handed, literally handed something here. Disney just bought Lucasfilm for $4 billion. No. Wow. They are going to make episode seven in 2015. Disney just bought Star Wars. No way. No way. Disney just bought Star Wars. Holy <laughs> Cow. Hopefully they'll make a it. It doesn't one. get more breaking news than that, folks. Oh my gosh! Disney just <laughs> bought Star Wars. Four billion dollars. They bought Lucasfilm. It's weird that that happened well, in the rumor show. Now, doesn't that wow. change the discussion a little bit? Yeah, because how that, much have people wanted a cantina, cantina bar? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Wow. Hold on. <laughs> this is gonna. Woo. Wow. Disney just so, so bought. much for no capital expenditures. There goes four billion. Are you right, and, yeah. and that part of the discussion is exactly. no capital. I can't believe it. No capital <laughs> except the four billion I'm going to spend on Star Wars. Just yeah, you know, but that's, that's just a drop in the bucket. So what else is left? You know, I mean, they now they own Marvel, they own Star Wars. I mean, what's so? What does Lucasfilm cover? Is that just Star Wars, or is that? Um, Star Wars. He, it's also a production company, right. That um, made Indiana Jones alongside okay. Paramount and. Stuff like that. Do so they own Industrial Light and Magic have, also? I don't know that they own it, but George Lucas does. Owns Industrial Light yeah, Magic. that's. I think uh, ILM is its own company. Is it? But uh, Lucas, I mean, they just bought Star Wars wow, for $4 million. And the, and the kid with the wand just got real boring. 
Right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. There's your... Yes. Wow. Yes. There's your answer to Harry Potter. There's your answer to Harry Potter. There's your answer to Harry Potter. And down goes Frasier. Down (laughs) goes Frasier. Well, that remains to be seen. Wow. But wow. That's just wild timing. Frasier Crane? No. 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 Yes. Down goes Frasier Crane. (laughs) This is what happens when you hire 25-year-olds. The The gays on this side of the table don't know what you're talking about. I know what he's talking about. I pointed to us. Joe Frazier. Joe uh, Frazier, the boxer. Who was an amazing friend of mine. Blessed man. Loved the man, but uh, deceased. Wow, you knew Joe Frazier. uh, Joe Joe Frazier's a client. Yeah, it was a client. God bless him. Uh, uh, Oh, you're saying so someone got knocked out in this battle by Howard Cosell's Cosell's famous call of that fight. Down goes Frazier. Three out of the seven men in this room thought you were talking about a TV show (laughs) about Chris Frazier Crane. There's a little straight in you. My God. No, there ain't. Pete, I never... No, no, there isn't. Trust me. I'm just not, you know, I grew up in a house full of them, so some of it rubbed off. The interesting thing about this is, once again, just like Marvel, Disney can keep a secret. Wow. Nobody Nobody saw saw that coming. coming. How do you hide that? How do you hide that? Exactly. A $4 billion acquisition of what arguably could be the greatest movie franchise in history. Yeah. Is this a done deal? Wow. Well, I don't know. I mean, it just I you know, got it from I, I a mean, very reliable source that I, I would consider very. reliable I was going to say, source. are we just trusting Dustin's iPhone? No, it's it's everywhere. <laughs> Dustin just typed it up. Is it everywhere? <laughs> yep. Four point zero five billion. Hello, social media spreads like wildfire. Yeah, there's going to be a little more than a cantina added. Yeah, yeah. So that's interesting, isn't Any it? Any thoughts that, that that might be where what's going in Hollywood Studios? Exactly. Exactly. You know? It has to. be. I'm sorry, Star yeah. Wars. It. It should have its own theme park. Oh, yeah. yeah. Considering the draw of Star Wars. Yeah. So it's not, you know, you're not going to really? contain it to one ride or show or land. But. Wow. <laughs> and my phone we're, is ringing. We're, we're all looking at our computers and phones. <laughs> yeah. it's, people wow. are calling me to tell it me. It says that the movie was going to come out in 2015. So. Boy, that doesn't wow. leave a lot of time to put together. This has been in the works. Are you they going to make a good one? Yeah. I don't know. Depends if that lizard bunny's in it or not. <laughs> Episode seven, so they're gonna pick up the storyline. Are they gonna go in? Let's hope the- they do seven, eight. Let's hope they do mm-hmm. after. Now George Lucas has said a million times that he ignores all fan fiction. Oh, he doesn't have it anymore. So on him, right? right. <laughs> he can do whatever they want. They're gonna do Avengers slash Star Wars. Is what they're gonna do. Yeah. Wow. I, I don't even know where to. I mean, I'm just. There you have it. It's, right? uh, I, it's stunning. It, it is. It's, it's just, wow. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's going to be old news for these people when the show goes Tyler up tomorrow. Show, right? I know, I know, I know. This is one of those moments where I wish we were doing it live. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. You know, but how interesting is, is the company still so much like Walt? When you think about it, Walt went out and acquired properties. And there's a movie Tom Hanks is creating or being starred in right now as Walt mm-hmm. about how he acquired a very successful property in um, uh, England in, in Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins, right? You know, and I mean that's none of you know Winnie the Pooh. That that was a story that Walt acquired and then put his magic and and the, the magic right. of his people to work on to bring these yeah. things to life. Everything they did is you know everything's it, based on the old fairy tales. Yeah, and and this is just True. the modern you know Star Wars is a modern fairy tale if nothing else. And and we uh, we gee whiz and Disney as a company has gone out and now acquired this 
amazing fairy tale Quietly. and now they're going to do their thing to it i mean it just it, uh, again how amazing was this guy walt that that we're still we not we sorry that disney is still using that that blueprint yeah. that he that he began so long ago and still uh, that this blueprint is, this that, is why this guy that, this is why that, I love that this blueprint guy. and four billion dollars yeah. yeah that's <laughs> yeah. uh that's a lot of scratch so lucasfilms is indiana jones as well Part, like a, part. Like, yeah. Paramount like was, owns was, the uh, distribution rights. Right. But that was also a joint project with Lucas and Spielberg. Right. But I think um, if you watch, don't even watch it, isn't it? Lucasfilm's. Right. Lucasfilm is the company that actually produced the movie. They put the money up front for the movie. So it sounds like Disney bought the rights to Indiana Jones as well. Mm-hmm. No, because mm-hmm. Paramount owns those rights. I, I'm assuming. I, I could be wrong on that. All right. And on that note, the uh, day parade is still rumored to be coming to... Okay, everything from here on out is... <laughs> you don't want to follow that story. Yeah, I know, right? It's, uh, well, let's, let's just make it, you know... Everything else looks so insignificant compared to something like that. Yeah. Yeah, those two rides at Avatar Land don't seem quite as important now, yeah. do they? No, they yeah. don't. No, they don't. Yeah, well, you know, and that's going to be pissing off James Cameron. He wanted them to spend another three hundred million on Avatar Land, and they said no. And then his George Lucas, oh, here's four billion dollars, give me your stuff. We don't have the money. You know? I've I've been silenced as a critic of 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 that of that move wow. because clearly they had they had something else much bigger in their back pocket. So hopefully they they capitalize on that. Wow. I can't imagine they wow. would buy Star Wars and not do more with it in the park. Oh, they, they, they oh, have please, to. Yeah. please, so, yeah. So well, then it's going to be. Shoved down our throats. For me, yeah. as a huge Star Wars fan and a huge Disney fan, this is like a dream come yeah. true. Yeah, I gotta say, I'm, 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 I feel so lucky right now to be just a part of this thing, just being able to announce it and everything. I mean, this this was just that's, existential, you know? That's wow. wild. Yeah, it's wild. Wow. Absolutely wild. So there you go. Tommy's texting somebody. <laughs> I actually have a rumor. I know Sorry. it's not as good as Star Wars and Avatar Land. The Disney Magic, this is confirmed, the Disney Magic is going to be going in for a huge rehab. Good. I've heard specifically them, uh, Disney has confirmed two to four months. I don't need to jump in here. I got to tell, I got to share something else about this. From the Disney blog, uh, Bob Iger has announced that Walt Disney Company is acquiring Lucasfilms, the global entertainment company founded by George Lucas in the home of the legendary Star Wars franchise. In addition to getting the rights to those great, the greatest fil- family franchise and epic stories of all time, Disney is also acquiring all of Lucasfilms' operating businesses, including Industrial Light and Magic. Wow, they're and getting the ILM. Skywalker wow. Sound. Skywalker Sound. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. Wow. <laughs> you heard I'll tell feelings. you a little story now. They're getting ILM and Skywalker <laughs> Sound. A little boat story. <laughs> that that stuff in Disney's hands. Oh my. Oh my. Mm-hmm. That is that could be a game changer. That could be an absolute game changer. Unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay, so what were you saying? <laughs> sorry, tell your little boat story. Tell your little boat story. <laughs> so, someone at Disney has confirmed it's going to be two to four months. Wow, I'm hearing it's more than that. Really? I've heard six to eight months. Wow. So, the rumor out there is that it's getting an aqueduct, and it's getting a total retrofit. So, the magic is going to be coming back as almost a completely different ship. Wow. wow. Good, because I read reports that parts of it were... 
in need of a re- oh it is it needs to be it needs to be cleaned up for sure but i think that compared to the other two ships i think that it really needs something out there if it's not the aqueduct it's got to be something else big that's going to draw the the business to that ship so well all right no the the only other thing i i, I had and i get it hard to follow it up but just that the um the Main Street uh, Bakery rumored to close in January for refurbishment. The expectation that it will be the Starbucks location in the, in the Magic Kingdom. That's almost that's almost heresy. <laughs> Honestly, I think that's almost heresy. Yeah, that's a that's a, that's an iconic location on Main Street, and throwing throwing Starbucks on there. Mm-hmm. Oh, to me, that's the equivalent of when they had McDonald's French fries over by. Well, no, that would be kind of like taking Casey's and put and closing it down and opening up as McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, yeah so. I uh, I don't mind if those little carts become star. No, yeah, uh, not Starbucks, the bakery, but not the bakery, not the bakery. So that's that's a shame. That's what it is. That's that's all I've got for right well, now. Now 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 I've got plenty to write about. That's for now sure. Another uh, <laughs> now the now the fun starts. These 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 rumor shows tend to go like. <laughs> and I love breaking news. It's that's fun. awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna go play with my lightsaber. It's already on our boards, by the <laughs> wow, way. Wow, that's really personal. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm sure it's out there like wildfire. So yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. This is this is going to be this is going to be crazy. So all right, well, thank you, Tommy. Thanks everybody that's going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for listening, wow. and remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Galaxy far, far away. <laughs> <laughs>